think the world needs this. Shout out to, to Twitter Spaces for giving us the platform to actually bring us together. This is the beauty of having different voices in the room. It, it's here. It's time. Catch us Thursday. 9 p.m. Eastern. Jody will probably roll up at like 9.05. Flame Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Tea, the best place to get all your NFL news and, of course, the tea. So I just want to point out before we even hop into this episode, you know who was late today, right? Like, they gave me all kinds of grief last week when I was late. So I'm actually going to introduce my other co-host first. (laughs) Uh, We got E, the goddess, with us. And, of course, twin Jody Newsom was late today. Clearly, we we are on the same wavelength because I was late last week and y'all, Jody did not let me live it down for like three days. So I just want to point out she is the reason why we are starting late today. But hi. <laughs> <laughs> she just waved. She didn't even say anything. All right. So if you don't know, now you know I am the one and only Meg L. Hall. Ladies, it's good to see you. It's good to be back. Of I course. Love y'all. I love you too. I love you the long way. I love you. I'm just feeling today. I was like, oh shoot, what time is it? <laughs> you know, that's 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 usually how things go around here. We're usually scrambling. Y'all don't ever get to see that, you know, the scramble behind the scenes for us to get stuff together. We usually come out pretty polished. I was eating a whole sandwich. Like <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. A whole sandwich. A whole sandwich. A whole meal, okay? So I yep. don't want to hear it. Being late, let her have dinner. <laughs> yes, and that's good. Shout out to Publix. I guess, I guess, I guess. All right, so Jody, what do we have tonight? Look, let me pull up my notes. Um, <laughs> oh, we, oh, we, we promise we have our lives together. We promise. Hey, but of course, we always start this off with hot tea or not tea, hot tea or not tea, and there's been a lot of spicy things or hot piping tea that has happened in NFL literally since last Thursday. So I talked to y'all like, what? Like, it's crazy. Um, so let's start here. And actually, me and E are just going to get begged the floor first. Yes, we are. <laughs> like, I already, I told her ahead of time. I said, look, I'm not going to talk about your team. I'm going to let you do it. Like, I'm going to say my little thing. Pay the man, pay the man, pay the man. And the floor is yours. <laughs> so let's get into Jonathan Taylor times the Colts times the whale. Whatever. Wow. Why are you going to say the whale? Why are you <laughs> all right. So first of all, let me clarify the whale. That was oh news long before the Jonathan Taylor's uh, like situation. That was way before then. I just want y'all to know that. Like, I, so why it's coming out today? Because some account was like, oh, they decided to Jim Ursay put all his money in on this whale instead of paying his running back. Like, do you realize Jim Ursay is a billionaire? Okay. The man can do what he wants with his money. That's the first thing. Secondly, if you were paying attention, he tweeted about this days ago, almost weeks ago at this point. Like, please, come on now. I know it's a slow, like, news cycle, but we got to be better. We got to be more intentional. All right. So. Just give us all that. I called Meg the other day, like, okay, I'm going to talk about your running back on King and Queens, and I just need you to tell me what the heck is really going on. And, like, seven minutes later, she was still explaining to me what was going on. 
hey, hey, it was a lot to go through. It was a lot to go through. Um, all right, so I'll give y'all the truncated version in case you've been living under a rock for the last like couple of weeks or whatever else, right? So let's go back for this timeline from April. In April, Jonathan Taylor came out and was like, hey, I want to be a cult. I want to, uh, I see Mike's comment, Ursa is a millionaire who has no filter. Hey, listen, you do what you want when you pop in, all right? Well, all right, so in April, Jonathan Taylor came out and was like, hey, I want to be a cult. I want to play here. They've got an obligation to me. I got an obligation to them. Contract will happen when it happens. Okay, cool. Let's fast forward. Let's keep going. Conversations start heating up and he says, well, you know, I would love a new contract. We'll see where the negotiations go. Cool. Obviously, he didn't get what he wanted then. So in June, there was a, a strategic switch to a new agent, right? So this was a, hey, now I got to play a little bit of hardball. I got to, you know, kind of make my case known that I want to be paid. I've, I'm owed that per the CBA in my th after my third year, I can negotiate. Uh, uh, wow. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Listen, if y'all can read these comments right now, Mike says Meg explaining <laughs> oh, than the song that never ends. So I guess, you know, hey, thank you so much for my, for letting me explain then versus, you know, the Colts explaining. But the point being is he switched agents in June. It's a strategic move. And now it's very much, hey, I want to be paid. Y'all need to pay me. And the Colts have said, uh, we'll pay you. We'll consider it. But after the season, like you just came off injuries where you got concerns, you didn't, you know, pass your physical, which is why you're on the pup list. Like you need to get your life together essentially. Right. We're, we're still here. We still love you and support you, but you need to get your life together. Well, Jim Ursay was not talking about Jonathan Taylor. He was actually responding to Najee Harris's comments. Mm. About and it was ill-timed because, hello, read the room. Uh, you are currently in negotiations with your running back or talks, let me say, uh, with your running back about wanting a new contract, which then it comes out like, hey, the Colts didn't even offer him a new contract. They were basically like, listen, we'll get to it when we get to it. We'll talk about it. Right. Okay, cool. Well, of course, he tweets that out. John Taylor's agent responds and was like, you know, uh, hey, negotiating in bad faith would be not playing your top player. It's just, it's a hot mess at this point. The agent's involved. Everybody's, you know, got Twitter fingers like now. Like, it's just, it's bad. So <laughs> it's still been going on for a couple of days now. Jonathan Taylor finally says, uh, you know, after a report came out, hey, the Colts were considering putting him on the NFI list for a back injury. He says, I didn't have a back injury. That's what I was asking you. I was like, wait, so now he says. Yeah, he says, never had a back injury, never had a back injury, you know, find new sources. But here's an interesting thing. The plot thickens. I'm going to pour a little salt on the meal here. All right. So, a little yeah, bag I know like tea. A little bag I know you like that. A little, little, yeah, a little, little extra. So, Stephen Holder, ESPN Stephen Holder, wrote an article today that says there was couple of things going on from a team source there was mention made mention of not only a potential back injury but possibly a hamstring injury as well that could have been tied to the ankle injury now again this is just from a team source so you know obviously people will still continue to do digging right but where I have issues, and I, I, I don't, y'all, I can't tell you how many requests I've gotten this week to come speak about this Jonathan Taylor and Colt situation. At Me, least, I was on the list for sure. At least, <laughs> at least. But where the where I have issue in all of this is, I don't care that y'all are beefing. Like I kind of expected it, right? The running back market has fallen off a cliff. Right. Uh, you know, Jonathan wants to be paid, and I get it. He he makes a good case. I get that. But y'all are out here fighting in the front yard 
while the while the neighbors have come over to visit at the house and your mom is showing out the brand new house that y'all just got and y'all are busy trying to fight each other in the front yard like this is essentially what it is me and the neighbors we like just the neighbors are peeking out the blind and be like hey your kids are fighting in the front yard like where they was fighting in the yard stepbrothers where she was calling yes this is exactly kind of what it is and it's just for me i don't like this being played out in the you know in the twitter sphere or the x sphere whatever you want to call this little app now and i'll shut up here in just a second but the other thing is his teammates have now come out in support of him you've had several players over the last several days speak very highly of jonathan taylor about him being a team him being a really good teammate him showing up in meetings him speaking up him helping out other people so obviously his teammates are like, hey, we support you or whatever else. And again, no one's wrong in this situation per se in terms of how they feel. I just don't like all my business out on the front street like that. And neither should you because it just looks messy from everybody. Like everybody go sit down. Everybody go to your corners. Time out. So my first question is, hey, where is everybody's PR at? But <laughs> what is he looking to make? Like how much is he wanting? What's that number? So that number hasn't come out yet, but I would say this. Destin Adams, uh, and shout out to Destin Adams if you're not following him. He's from A to Z Sports, but he's a, he's a Colts insider. Destin Adams said the number that he was told that they want would be significantly higher than – I'm not even reading Mike's comments. I just want you he to know. He said it's called uh, X now, not Twitter. Yes, thanks. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> um, but – but the number, the number that he would want is significantly higher than really what the Colts would be willing to offer him or any team in the NFL, which yeah. makes me think that it's probably either around the CMC number or yeah. higher than the CMC number, at least, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I really think that you're going to get yourself in trouble here by wanting to get those really, really high uh, numbers. Uh, now, listen here, Mike. Mike and I had it, had it out in a, in a group chat about uh, his <laughs> thoughts and my thoughts on the situation. Um, but I, I blame, I really blame everybody in the situation. I blame Jim Irsay for his inability to read the room. I blame Jonathan Taylor for like not just coming out from the beginning and saying, Hey, this is what I want. This whole nice guy, like switch up. Like I'm about to be strategic and strong. Like, listen, just say what you want and mean what you say, like from the beginning there. Okay. So I think for me, if y'all feel this way, y'all can literally treat him like every other team is treating their running back right now. You want to go test the market? Go test the market. Like, yep, go ahead. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think that's what I think that's what Earth said. Like, if you want to, I mean, the thing is, they had a conversation. With they they pulled up and they had a conversation. Then there was like little rumors that he he asked for a trade. So again, you can tell that it's it's a little back and forth. But in my honest opinion, I think the Colts would be crazy to do that. To let him to actually kind of say that. So I do believe that Ursay needs to go and try to make this right in, in all retrospect. Like, hey, you're going to have to find a way to get him get him the money that he's asking for. Because, again, if you want him to go test the market, trust me, even though the running back market is the way it is, I do feel like somebody's going to pay at the end of the day if they really need a running back. The thing know. is, even if somebody offered it, the Colts still have to accept it, right? Like, right. they still have to. So here's the other thing. Like, you have to get two things correct here. You got to get the money correct and the trade compensation correct. Right. So, and that both of those would be hard to do because I would suspect, as Stephen Holder has already said, that the Colts are going to want some early round um, compensation back, right, yeah. for Jonathan Taylor. Oh yeah. Remember, oh. he was a, he was a second round pick. He's also yeah. considered again a unicorn of the league. Yeah. Uh, in that you know running back unicorn group. So 
I think they would at least want a second somewhere yeah, in there yeah, at minimum. Not, yeah. A mid you know, plus, mid plus you're going to want, he's going to want his money. So let's okay. say that you even throw this, the second pick at them. Cool. Second round pick. Cool. Now you got to worry about the money. What kind of money is he going to want? And I think that's what's going to, that's what's going to trip him up. Yeah, well, and I think, and I think too, with y'all having a rookie, if y'all pushing AR out there to start um, this season, that's going to be tough for him because you know starting, he's probably not going to start until like week three or four, right? Like four or well, five. Uh, not I, right now. Not I don't know. So, so I, my projection was like week five. When so I, I said, ready. I said plus or minus six games, but I did also say if they felt he was ready, I would not be shocked to see him out there. Let mm -hmm. me say this. He is, he's, he had been splitting reps with Gardner Minshew, but to that point in the last couple of days, he's gotten several, several uh, days where he had all the starter reps. So again, Minshew's still getting his reps, things like that, but just keep, keep that in the back, in the back of your mind. Yeah. You still got a couple of preseason games to go through as well. Yeah. Don't be shocked if he gets out there week one, because also Jim Ursay said, Hey, I trust Shane. Shane's going to make the final decision, but I believe my rookie needs experience. Yeah. You know, he's got the best teacher's experience and he's got to learn. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, that tea is very hot. Um, <laughs> very good. And it's not, it's not even hot. It, that, that tea is like tongue burn. You can't even let it cool down at this moment. Right? <laughs> so listen, let me, I'm going to say this and then we can, we can, you know, go to the next topic. I spent so much time last week telling people like, this is not tea. I'm not worried about it or whatever else only for it to just unravel the next couple of days afterwards. And I was like, Oh my God, they're going to make me talk about this <laughs> all next week. I'm going to have to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Mike in the comments is Mike Patton was furiously texting me. My family is texting me. <laughs> people are DMing me, asking me to come on spaces to talk about this. Like that's how quickly it escalated after I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I kind of, ex yeah, no, clearly. You know, clearly. Target, like, hey, mm -hmm. Meg, um, so I'm just shopping around Target right now. Can you update me on what's going on <laughs> with this JC situation, please? Oh man. Like, well, we, me and E, believe that this is very hot. Sizzle. <laughs> you can sizzle is crazy. Thing, but that's where we're at. So let's get on to the next topic. Rather spicy. Maybe, maybe not. Oh no, it's spicy. It's beef. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> versus, versus Sean Payton. That's beef. Aaron Rodgers said, don't you talk about my dude, bruh. Don't talk about my coach, hey. bruh. Leave my coach name out your mouth, bruh. He's a little spicy. This is Man. what I also he got, he got No, Aaron Rodgers got sassy with it. He said, he no. He sassy. He did get sassy. You're That's sassy with it. That's Listen, what you're saying. This is hot tea. That's what you're saying. I don't think it's tea at all. Like, it's, it's beef. <laughs> How, listen, how deprived are we of football when we're like, oh, people are talking before the season. Like, please, please. Hey, no, but, I, but I'll say this, though. I'll say this, though. I'm not going to put that all on the coach, to be honest with you. The, the, the front office has a play in that with the whole Bronco situation. I really don't think Russell Wilson was a fit for his offense, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't think that that just was the was the case. I don't really think that he knew as a coach how to kind of work with Russell Wilson. So yeah, they had terrible coaching. Coaching, staff. yeah. So I, I just feel like it. It was. It wasn't just the coach. I feel like it was just on both sides of when it came down to everything. But Aaron Rodgers said what he said. Don't talk about my coach, bro. <laughs> he did. And I mean, 
Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. I'll, I'll jump in and say it's not to you, only for the simple fact that, like, Sean Payton came out afterwards and was like, okay, listen, I had too much dip on my chip. Um, I was real. I really had my analyst hat on and not my coach hat. Like, I apologize because I was, basically I was talking out the side of my neck. But here's the thing, though. Like, I, I think the thing is to know Sean Payton is to know that this is on brand for him. So nobody should have been shocked by it. Right. But asking Aaron Rodgers about it at training camp, you Tom Pelissero, what you know, what you were, what you were doing, and again, anybody, anybody was going to ask about it, but you knew exactly what kind of response you were going to get out of Rogers. I am not shocked that fact that he was like, hey, he's defending his coach, he's defending his team, and really, it was more so of like, hey, this is, this is, I support my team when I'm here. That was much of the same response he had when he was in Green Bay. Now they had their their differences and things like that, but Aaron Rodgers is going to ride for whoever team he's on, and that's that. So that's why I'm like, no, it's not really team because it's just a bunch of banner back and forth and they don't even play each other till week five. Like, come back yeah. when we hit week five. Let's talk about yeah. it then. Yeah. I agree. So I don't think that it's team, but I do think that it's real beef. However, Aaron Rodgers has always been sassy. Like, this ain't new. And I will say, I actually kind of, I guess it's not called tweeted anymore. I don't know. How post it? I think it's called post it. You, gotta, you can post it now. That's it. But... I said earlier, I was like, man, Aaron Rodgers looks refreshed, happy. Y'all saw him at the Taylor Swift concert earlier this year. He was living his best life, okay? So, I mean, I feel like there's this new rejuvenated, happy Aaron Rodgers thing that's happening. I think he's really trying to build up that team morale because they haven't been great for years. And last year, they kind of finally started taking a turn. And, I mean, they are also on hard knocks this season, which – it's very interesting. And, I mean, they're at the Hall of Fame game right now. So, I mean, he's definitely trying to make that team just be more hype or more whatever. He's trying to get his guys behind him because the narrative about him is he's not a good leader. He's not this, that, and the third. So, for him to come out and to be like that, that just makes me think, like, his team, the guys behind him, they're going to also think that same way. They're going to have that same mentality because – the leader of our team has that mentality. So he's just taking his happiness right on over the He's defending his coach. He's he's yeah. gonna do hey. Yeah, like you're not he's not over there no more. You don't have to criticize him. Don't worry about what he's doing. He good over here, bro. Right. We good over here, and I'm gonna stick beside him. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, look, not pause as as the fellas be saying, pause. That's his man, and he's gonna stick beside him. Pause. <laughs> So the next hot or not tea, Zeke meeting with Mac Jones at lunch, but there's still no oh, deal. Done, done, done. Right? Uh, well, hold on, Meg. Wait a minute, because right. I just got a report that Zeke may be going back to the Cowboys. I think he is. Exactly. That's what I'm like. <laughs> hey, hey but the Patriots still can throw something at him though. Like if, if Zeke felt like Jerry did him kind of dirty, you already know. So this huh. was this was they, they were saying this was a, a possibility when he got cut initially. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was always a possibility. That's why I'm like, okay, Zeke is gonna do his due diligence. But I'm gonna say this, and maybe I'm just being, you know, I'm just being cheeky when I say this, but did you see <laughs> Zeke mocked up in a Patriots jersey? It was a horrific sight. It just doesn't look right. It looks terrible. Did your, did your guy CeeLo do it? <laughs> no, Caesar did not do it, by the way. Which I'm, dis- I'm disappointed in him. He's been off his game lately. So, Caesar, if you're watching this, yeah, we need that mock up. Yeah, but somebody else did. And I was like, oh, 
I can't, I can't, I can't. Now, no, honestly, in truthfulness, like I, it's not tea to me because, hey, it's due diligence at this point. Like Patriots need a running back. Heck, Bills need a running back. A lot of teams need extra running backs yeah. or whatever else, but they're looking for like, hey, can I cheap, cheaper? And the thing is, Zeke as well is going to have to take a cheaper deal because he's not going to get what he got before. <laughs> oh, wow. I see. I see. Chris said, <laughs> I would never do a Patriots jersey. You know what? My guy. I, I Mike said he's trying to save his money and save these free lunches. I mean, I mean I'm, hey, I'm, not Zeke, not Zeke going out, out on dates, man. Not Zeke going out on dates. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think we all came to the conclusion that that's not hot, right? Not hot. Nah. All right. Well, this, this is actually really hot tea. I'm excited to intro this one. So the next one, <clears throat> Jack versus Steph. I mean, not Stefan Diggs, the other Diggs, Trayvon Diggs, <laughs> his brother, his brother, Zach versus Diggs at train. What? Zach, uh, Rain Dakota Prescott versus Trayvon Diggs of the Dallas Cowboys. Golly, not a struggle like that. Y'all know I'm what I'm talking about. I'm crying. That was hilarious. They had a little banter at practice. And Trayvon told him to shut his B.A. up, I think. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. B.A. was in there. Take that as take that as you will. Is this hot tea or not tea? I'm going to say this. The only reason why I personally going to say it's hot is because if that's your starting quarterback, to be honest with you, I get, I get the toughness and trying to, you know, bring out that competitive spirit. I get all of that, but there's a limit because I'm sorry. I know a lot of fellas that that actually play sports. You know what I mean? That B word kind of does something to you. You know, it kind of does something to you. So I'm kind of mad that Dak really ain't bucked back, but I agree with him. He ain't no big stepper. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. <laughs> you read it before I can see it. Man, that was hilarious. That that timing was great. Um, I'm actually gonna say it's not T, honestly, because y'all do y'all remember last uh train was it training camp when helmets came off and Aaron Donald hit somebody in the head with a helmet? Like that it's is Donald. But, but my point being, unless I see that level yeah, of like yeah. crazy, like what is happening moment, this is not tea to me. Now, granted, I don't like the language used, but it's not yeah. tea to me in terms of like you're gonna see folks go at it. I mean, this is not no slight to Jody, but Travis Kelsey punched his own teammate. So I mean, right. come on now, like yeah, you, you, see, twice. you I'm, see it happen yeah. in training camp. So I yeah. get it, emotions are flying. Lots of like, hey, I haven't played football, uh, you know, all year. What's the dude from the Cowboys? Uh, I think Maisie, I can't remember his last name, but Maisie was like, I think maybe Maisie is his last name, but he was like, hey, he's like, I don't even like football. I just like to hit people. So yeah, <laughs> again, yeah. this is this is that time of year. That's why I'm like, eh, this is not yeah. tea. Like if this was happening every day, sure, fine. But a dust up here or there, man, yeah. I think well, like, I agree. This is not hot tea to me just because for one, these two dudes have been playing together for a few seasons yeah. now, right? So they know how they are with each other. And I know Dak may come across as like the poster boy of the NFL, allegedly America's team, whoever it is. Right. But Dak talks crap too. Like, don't get it twisted. These dudes are out here talking crap. And you might not see it because they're not always mic'd up. 
But I mean, people said the same thing about Patrick Mahomes until they watched quarterback. They was like, dude, he talks a lot of crap. So when you look at it that way, I'm like, okay, all these guys out here just talking reckless to each other. I think it's just the way that the audio clipped it or the way that whoever got the video did it. They was just like, let's just do this part. So yeah, I just, the only reason why I just said it is like, again, I agree with it. It's the language. Like yeah. I, I get, I get the the crap talking. I trust me. I played competitive sports when we was in track. Like, and I used to run track, baby. We used to know, hey, our four by one squad. You ain't touching us. You ain't finna mess with us. Like we were talking crap. But mm-hmm. it's just like when you start using other language, in a sense, it's kind of like I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. Dakota should have said, hey, say it again. Say say it one more time. Like, hey, don't know. I get the crap talking, but hey, chill with with certain words because again, certain words that it doesn't hurt anybody, but you don't know like if that knows what Dak said to him right exactly. I mean, one, I'm trying to avoid another Draymond Green and Jordan (laughs) Poole moment. That's what we're trying to avoid here. Okay. (laughs) We don't all right. Well, let's move on from the cowboys. Kind of. So this is still some very hot. We don't cuss, Amanda. Listen, we try to keep it clean. It's all the kids. Look, hold on. Get her other comment because this is this is. (laughs) Amanda said, "You think I'm scared of someone named Dakota, though?" (laughs) (laughs) Rain Dakota. Rain Dakota. At that. But listen, here's the other thing. Before we move on, Dak is your franchise quarterback. If he were to respond in the way that which Diggs responded, that would be headlines, headlines, headlines. He knows. He knows. So and Diggs just got paid. He just got a bag. So I mean, technically, he is one of the leaders on this team too. But he, he is. Has- but you, I mean, think about it. If it were this way, and and I don't mean this just because I again it's Chiefs. But if if Patrick Mahomes hauled off and punched somebody, do you think you not think that that would be headlines, oh, headlines, headlines? So oh, that's my that's my point. Franchise quarterbacks know yeah. you can't you can't operate like that. Travis Kelsey punch came and it went. <laughs> so. Kind of, but yeah. <laughs> kind of, but yeah. All right, so let's get into this last topic of how to not tea. So there's still a lot of dudes who have still not shown up to training camp. Chris Jones, Nick Bosa, Zach Martin, Josh Jacobs. There's still a lot of dudes out there who are just like. Man, and today I got caught up in cryptic tweet season with Chris Jones. Not sure if y'all saw that. Wasn't even going to talk about it. I was just going to try to skip over the Chris Jones part and talk about the other people. But he tweeted something from, and I can't remember whose song it is, and I could probably look it up right now and find it like immediately. And he said, all good things, sometimes good things come to an end, right? And it set Chief's Twitter on, Twitter on fire, X. Chief's X on fire. And they're like, oh, my God, this is it. He's done. He's leaving. And I'm like, y'all really irritate my soul. <laughs> so, got yeah. to three-hour space talking about that. First of all, stay off that man's Twitter. He just knew his song lyrics. Leave that man alone. Stay y'all, are, y'all are in the trenches. Like, in the trenches. Like, yeah, look, you know how people be sitting over there, like I told you last week, how Jonathan Taylor watched everything of Colts. You know, some of these players do that just to – unwind and actually try to live regular lives when you know in the off season so people always they did that to trey young too when 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 he wiped everything of the atlanta hawks they thought a trade was imminent y'all stay off these people's social medias because sometimes 
you never know it could be a pr stunt just to keep their name rolling to try to make it more interesting that's yeah. what a lot of people do get on my nerves. and i love me some chris jones but the thing is is regardless on if he's gonna be here or not he has to play this year he has one more year on that contract exactly it's too late to trade him if we were going to think about trading him it probably should have happened before the draft we're in too deep now like yeah. we're here we're in the trenches get your butt to training camp so you can get these reps in and then we can figure out your contract later you know what i'm saying but yeah. i mean there's still a lot of guys out there who haven't been like i said Zach yeah. nick bosa money like and then there's a lot there i seen the free agent list the other day and i was like holy Moly, there's a lot of good guys still on that list who are available. So Money. Like, is this hot tea or not tea to y'all? Hey, it's, it's the this. I mean, it's hot tea because it's it's all about money. What we've been talking about this whole entire off season leading yeah. up to that. These players are like, look, y'all stop paying us these cheap deals. But I'm gonna go back and say this because Mike said it earlier. They got a union. They got the NFL Players Association, which sucks. So players yeah. need to start being a little bit more active and being and you know using their voice to say that they're not gonna make a move when you're not saying anything. And this has come from somebody that works in HR. Advocate for yourself. You yeah. have to never lowball yourself. If you know for a fact, like, oh, I don't want to go. No, go to those meetings, pay attention, listen, because one. That's how you're going to get paid. Because, two, these owners don't give a dying crap about you as long as they're getting their money and you're on that field to make them their money. So, they don't check regardless. Exactly. you on their field or not. Primetime games, they get a check. They get a check for all of these things. So, so that's, yeah, that, that's why I said it's hot tea because money. I agree. What about you, Meg? I mean, uh, Meg is like one for four today with <laughs> she's like it's again just it, th like these these storylines are are like unchanged right like you know yeah. that the big the big players are going to want their money um I do I think it's hot tea in terms of fans yeah fans are like anxious or whatever else mm -hmm. but if you are deep in the trenches in terms of knowing how these things work no it's it's not it's not and, and unless something comes out of cheese where they're like hey chris jones has requested a trade then i would worry exactly. but right now no the, the chiefs are gonna pay him the chiefs are gonna pay bosa they're gonna pay, somebody going to pay josh Jacobs. i don't okay. know who. you said the chiefs we don't know where you go nick bosa going to the chiefs no no no. i'm sorry <laughs> I, was about, I said the chiefs are gonna pay chris jones nick bosa is also gonna get you know is that a versus bosa I'm skipping right over that. Um, but my point being is that someone is going to, someone is going to pay these folks, right? Like yeah. they're going to get their money at some point. We, we go through this every uh, training yeah. camp, like somebody wants their money. They're going to hold out. It'll all be figured out before the season gets here. Like, you know, that sort of thing. I'm sorry, Justin. I'm so sorry. Justin said, don't <laughs> speak of trades, Meg. Hey, listen. Listen. Hey, I'm look. I, I look. All I'm gonna say is this: we know we see this year in year out where some people don't show up to training camp because of the money. But I really think that this year, I don't know about y'all, but the NFL season is is starting off to be like very like it's an ominous. That's yeah. the, it's just like something that is to me is kind of like building up because it's a little bit different. 
it's a little bit different with the money situation this year. Normally, it could be like, oh, okay, he's gonna get his money in like two weeks or whatever. Then he shows the training camp. Now it's kind of like, um, I think I'm just, I'm so, no, I'm so nonchalant because I feel like if I allow myself to really like <laughs> think about what is happening, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, there might be a little bit of uh, like, what's happening? I need to pay attention to this, 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 and this. And I'm like, nope, nope. It's too many storylines. Like, not just get me. Story. Yeah, just get me to football. Like, that's, that's where And I'm we're at. so close. That's, All right, well, let's, that's, switch that's let's switch topics. Let's keep this going. So last week we came to y'all and we talked about top five players of a certain division of the AFC and NFC. So we're going to bring that heat to y'all again today. So we're going to give y'all our top five players of the AFC. Not in order. NFC East. <laughs> Not in order, apparently. Not just in order. Fine, I actually didn't do order today either. So let's go ahead and start it off with the AFC. About time. About time you joined us. About time you joined us. Thank you. Look, I'm, I'm going to hit him with that LeBron. Let's start with the AFC East. One of y'all okay. go first. I'll take it. I'll take let's it. Let's go. All right. So this is not in order now. I'm just, let me say that. Because I know I know how y'all like to tussle. It's, it's not in order. That's not me. That's her. I'm innocent. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Tyreek Hill, uh, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Quentin Williams is my top Ooh. five. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So all right. again, not in order. Okay. Um, I got Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Quentin Williams. And it's a tie. I didn't have to do another tie because it's a tie between Hill and Waddle. And then Matthew Judon. Oh, oh, yeah. Judon's a good one. Yeah. Um, So mine is actually very similar to Meg's, and I don't like that. Um, Tyree Hill, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen. And y'all know that was. I know that pained you. I know that hurts. You want to wash your mouth? Hurt your soul. Did it, it did it burn? I, when I typed it in my notes, I deleted it. And then I was like, <laughs> it burned. Anyway. You know, the, the good thing about being in media is that we have to be objective. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Josh Allen, <laughs> I said Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. And Von Miller. Oh, oh, oh. still you put Von Miller. Healthy Von Miller is a dog. I yeah, mean, yeah, but you literally could see how that defense changed when he was not on the team. I mean, yes, but yeah, we like that. I had such high hopes for you, <laughs> such high hopes for you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get on to the NFC. So, who are y'all top? Five? Y'all, Lord, who are y'all top <laughs> players? That good old uh, Southerner in you. Oh, God. Uh, the NFC East. So this one, the, the NFC was actually a little bit more difficult for me. Than it really NFC. was. Uh-huh. There's a lot of great. I mean, there's a lot of great. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You said no, it wasn't. It was no, super said, nah. <laughs> but I mean, there was more players in the NFC East for me versus the AFC. Because like, again, did not want to put Josh Allen in the list. But I knew that he deserves to be on the list. And the top five, he's not a top five. Put it back to me at this moment. Since Meg is saying, uh, go ahead, go first. I want to hear this. Yeah, she definitely got <laughs> I gotta hear it. All right. This. So Jalen Hurts, 
AJ Brown, Saquon Barkley, uh, Terry McLaurin, CD Lamb. Whoa! I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I just totally wanted to see your faces because that was hilarious watching that build up. Uh, Michael Parsons was actually my guy that I put on that list. Look, so I just, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, come on now. Come on now. Listen, I, listen, that's why I was like, man, because I did that list like that. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. I mean our list is sim similar, similar a little bit. Cause I got Hertz, Saquon, Parson, AJ, Terry McLaurin, and then I had an honorable mention with Darius Slay. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was a joke, y'all. Jesus. No, 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 it wasn't. It was we're not gonna this is on look as we say in the space, this is a recorded space. This Listen, recorded it was a it was literally a joke. It was we literally definitely gonna have Ty Clippy for this Exactly. Oh my gosh. Listen, Ty, if you are watching this back, like listen, it was totally no, no, a joke. No, clip it. I will show you my notes. Like good grief. No, clip it because I just know see, just see it both of your faces, especially he was like, Meg, what? <laughs> Jody was like, hold on, let me make sure I heard this girl. And then I like to look at my list and I'm like, no, he's not anywhere on my list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jody like listen it that was i'm sorry i'm sorry amanda amanda said if y'all for those of you who are listening amanda said we don't joke like that my bad it was a joke listen y'all should see this group chat they give me hell all the time no so I had, really <laughs> i will pull up the receipts uh they give me hell all the time so i was like you know what bet i got some time there. especially because jody's been giving us hell about not having this in order so i was like no I definitely got time today. So thank you. Thank you. My work has been, my work has been fulfilled today. Elite. All right. Here's my top five. And I have like three honorable mentions. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's great. Um, Micah, Jalen, Saquon, Scary Terry, AJ Brown, Chase Young, healthy. Was that an honorable mention? Because that was five before you got there, I think. Was it? <laughs> It was. Yeah, Chase okay. Young is an honorable mention. Not me going. <laughs> Demarcus Lawrence, honorable mention because he's a dog. Okay. And Dexter Lawrence is an honorable mention because, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, the NFC had like way more. And I mean, like, the AFC East is, yeah. Like, I could have put Waddle as an honorable mention, but then I was like, no. If anything, I would have probably put Judon as an honorable mention because exactly. that was really that was really like probably the only one where I was like, oh yeah, because and I should probably know him personally because he completely unraveled Matt Pryor in a game last year. So yes. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. All right. Well, let's keep this moving. I don't know how we keep losing time of this show. <laughs> we have fun. That's why. That's that's I'm supposed to be the timekeeper. You're doing good. You, you all right? Yes. So let's get into this next segment. And I actually want everybody to put theirs in there, too. Because y'all normally give us y'all top fives. And y'all all dropped the ball on that today. I just want y'all to know that. So right now, we are going to go ahead and transition to way too early rookie of the year. Way too early for me, but okay. Yeah. 
as I'm typing this to E, I'm like, I already know your answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. already know you're super biased and nasty, nasty work agenda. Yes, nasty. it really is. I mean, he does wear the infamous. At number least say his name so the listeners. She didn't even let Jody get the question out all the way. She was like, I'm ready. She's like, and is and <laughs> is and because it's not way too early. I'm claiming this already. Okay. Um, he wears the honorable number seven. For the Atlanta Falcons, Mr. Bijan Robinson. Y'all know he got his own mustard. Beep, 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 beep. No. <laughs> no, wait. Bijan mustard. It's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Robin. Bijan. Bijan. There we go. Yes. Listen, yes. y'all don't hype her up in the comments. Please don't. Like, we already deal enough with listening to her rant about the Falcons. In person, in text, like it's it's too much. Yeah, I saw him in person, y'all, and mwah, chef kiss. Yeah, you got. You should tell us how that looked in training camp. Oh, oh, yes, yes. So again, gotta hype her up, Joey. Like, <laughs> I do want to know. Like, I do want to know. No, you want to know. Um, I, I, I will say this: um, Arthur Smith is going to um legitimately have this man playing all over the offense like legitimately like how many yards do you think him, gonna get this year huh how many yards do you think he's gonna get i feel like he's gonna hit that thousand all right i feel like i it. believe it because i think y'all gonna run him into the ground uh, probably so but i mean we still have time like, here we still real? have him. we we still have him i'm not even gonna lie to you but Again, just to see him on the outside, to see him in the slot, like this. I mean, he literally had a move to where he literally planted one foot, kind of hopped back and did another, and then went boom. I was like, third, third, what? what? You know. So again, I'm I'm gonna commend Desmond Ritter because he's coming out and he's building every single day. And I love that about him because it's like, hey, I know I'm not the top in the best of the best, but he's going to do it. So I'm going to give that – I'm going to give Desmond Ritter his props. Again, the team looks amazing. Everybody is, is having so much fun, so much fun in training camp. It was a whole different atmosphere. And just to see the heel kind of like full like that and seeing everybody out there like – I said, I hope we keep the same energy going into the season and showing these boys some love because we really have did a whole full 180. Defense looks great. Everybody is doing De Drake London. I'm so proud of him because he's I coming out. I, I can't wait to see him because, you know, he didn't really have that good, strong connection with Marcus Mariota and him and Dez got that connection. So yeah. I'm looking at it. Mike Hollins, I call him my lion because he just looks like a nice little roar. So hopefully I get the same energy in during the season so yes oh, yes y'all see his beautiful locks it's leo season too so them beautiful locks are just shining and and glowing yes you know y'all not gotta hype up on my team y'all talk about my team so dang much let me be proud of my team Listen, no I, I, I genuinely know how y'all training camp was because i had a long argument today with somebody about how i think the saints are winning y'all division but it is very big like but it can really go either way like it can yeah. literally go either way because both of you guys have done so much in the offseason. And you – I mean, honestly, that's it. You both did so much in the offseason. Yeah. It feels like you guys both have, like, such a – you're going towards, like, such positivity now. Like, Oh, yeah. 
It's going to come down between both of us. I really yeah. do feel like that. I feel like, you know, if, if the Saints win the first game, we can pull out the game at the end of the season. If we win that first game, the Saints can win at home at the end of the season. It's going to be a toss-up about who that is. This, again, I take shots at the Panthers and the Bucks, but looking at both of our teams on paper and knowing what Arthur Smith can do, yes. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like we can we can do it, but yes, the last game will determine the NFC South. I, I I'm calling that. I, I fully agree. I'm, like in my mind, I agree. Unless one of y'all does something stupid midseason and drop like two or three games that you're probably not supposed to. It's probably. Oh, so I'm just really hoping that y'all don't. And, and when I say y'all, I mean y'all and the like. Both. I, well, the Falcons are more prone to it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It's a couple of games where I'll just be like, bro, how the heck did we lose that? Oh, just keep the, just clip that portion right there because we're yeah, gonna need that. It. We're gonna need that for E. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, how did we lose it? Because it's it's again, but I feel like we can have a 10 to 7 season. I really do. I feel like we can have that. I'm calling that right now. I feel like we can. Our schedule is not that difficult, thank God. But you know, we still got a couple of games circled that it can be go either way. Like, especially one with the Jets. A lot of people got us losing. A lot of people have us winning. Yeah. Where is it? Is it in Atlanta? Nope. It's in New York. But mm-hmm. it's before. So, if anybody knows about the Falcons, we are a team that does not do well in the cold. So, we could literally almost drop that Chicago game. because What week, we is, what week is the Jets, the New Jersey Jets? Um, New Jersey Jets. <laughs> I want to say that that game is in October. It's either in October or November. Okay. So it might not be. It, it won't be snowing. No, 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 no. It won't be snowing, and that's the good thing. Um, but I don't know about Chicago. Could we play Chicago in December? The beginning. Oh yeah, it'll definitely be snowing. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're not. A, Windshield negative 30, and their stadium is right by the water. Oh, yeah. Y'all are for sure. I take that back. We actually play the Jets in December, December 3rd. No. And then we play Chicago December 31st. Don't like it. Don't like it. Because we're not a cold team. Absolutely. I mean, when I lived there, it was 50 degrees on Memorial Weekend, and I was so weird. I was like, why is it 50 degrees? Don't like it. Like, Don't like it. Why? I hate you. Get me out of this city. <laughs> Get yeah, me out no, like, of like, like, seriously, yeah. Like, we're just not a, like, when we used to play Green Bay and we played up there in Green Bay, you know, Green Bay gets cold, cold. Yeah. We we didn't come out with the W on yeah, those. It'll be for sure like a negative wind chill of like 35. Yeah, exactly. Like, who, who's your way too early? All right, so my way too early rookie of the year prediction is actually Bijan Robinson as well. Um, I put him there, but I will say this. Oh Lord. Exception. Um, there is someone else by the name of Jackson Jackson Smith and Jigba who could oh, potentially potentially make some really really solid noise in Seattle. So I would keep him on your radar as well. But I do have Bijan running away with this. Probably give him give him about week eight or nine. Well, you know, I think you'll probably run away with it then. But I I really am I'm I'm kind of buying into the hype around JSN. So 
that's my that's my prediction. I had to let you go first because I'm like, if I had said it first, she would have been talking for like 20 minutes after me. And <laughs> yeah, she yeah, so I was like, nope, I'll let her go first to get this out. Yeah, I get it. Um, so mine is, and this is actually I shocked myself when I was just being realistic. Well, not realistic, but like when I was thinking like from a betting standpoint. Yeah. Um, so at, at a betting standpoint, I said Bryce Young. Um, I think that he will probably be the rookie of the year um, just because the media wants that. Yeah, I mean, pick, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Right? You say Vegas wants that? Is that what you're telling me? Like, I think Vegas wants that because I want to. I want it to be C.J. Stroud because that is who I love. Love CJ Stroud. Oh gosh, Texans. We would never hear the end of it from Texans fans. No, I mean, never hear the end of it. They are so high on on CJ Stroud. Not that I'm not. I'm just saying in general, they are very high on him. So yeah, I think you would. They would be talking for a while. And the Texans did a lot of great things in this offseason. Absolutely, a lot of great things. I mean, and they have a great head coach. So I mean, I know that he's a defensive minded coach. So we'll see how that is, but I mean, I think they're definitely taking all the right moves to be, you know, win more than six or seven games this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am looking at on my radar, Zay Flowers, um, Ooh, because he's doing cool. great things at, right now at training camp with the Ravens, so I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of snuck his way up there. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I think there'll be a whole bunch of I think there'll be a whole, I think that this rookie offseason, not offseason, this rookie season is going to be really great for that. And reason. Bojangles is nasty for giving him that sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> I, apparently, Bryce has a sponsorship with Bojangles. I didn't oh, know that. that. Is so good, dog. What? It's Give me the Bowberry biscuit right now. Bowberry, Bowberry is crazy. Bowberry biscuit. That's, that, that's Bowberry what is really good. Co- wow. I'm not making that the up. He has his own mustard. Yeah, and it's good. Them chicken strips. What girl? It's uh, all right. Clearly, I haven't eaten dinner. Yes, trying to get Jody some food. Like, trying to pipe up bro jangles. I'm like, and Bijan got his own mustard. It is time to go. It is really time to go. It is. So, I mean, I guess the only thing there's left to say is football is officially back. Bojangles is back. Football is officially back. We got the Hall of Fame game happening right now as we speak. Uh, Jets are up 16 to 7. In the third quarter. Now, to be fair, when I counted all of the outs on the Jets roster, no, the Browns roster, they have 37 people out this game. Um, So if that kind of tells you anything about what's going on with this game, there's a whole bunch of dudes just fighting to get a spot. So, mm. love that for them. But, yeah, football is officially back. Yes. Preseason games next week. Next week. I am thrilled. I cannot wait. Stop. My team is going against the Dolphins. We it's got a, the Saints. It's Colts Bills for first game. So. Am I lying? I don't really know. She said in my line, oh my God. Oh, Jody, good Lord. Listen, we know it's time to go now. Jody needs food so she can think. That one too. Ty, clip that one. Yeah, Ty, please clip that. Yeah, I don't pay attention to the preseason schedule. I'm just like, eh. But my, I believe that we're supposed to lose every single 
preseason game because if we do, that's how we go to the playoffs. So I don't believe in us winning. It's one of my superstitions as a Chiefs fan. Noted. And we will make the playoffs as a wild card. Listen, this is recorded, so we'll come back to that. Yeah, nothing else. I'm good. He's over here spouting off hot takes, and I'm just like, great, we're in a recorded uh podcast. So we're just gonna come back to it. And then I seen, oh, yes, yes. And I was gonna say, yeah, well, we'll, if anything, we'll make the wild card. But yes, our goal is to make the playoffs this year. Oof, we gonna see. We've been a you said a record 10 and 7. I think whoever wins that division definitely will have at least 11 wins. The winner of that division will probably have 11. Do you know that division? Because who's getting 11 you're wins? You're saying the winner of that division is going to have nine wins? That's what you're saying? I just, I'm just <laughs> saying, I, I, where is the 11 wins coming from? Hey, the only one that could probably do it would probably be, if anything, would probably be the, the Saints. Saints. Yeah. <laughs> the Saints with 11 and do you And do you trust New Orleans to get 11 wins? Because I don't. What, I version, I mean, what version of Derek Carr are you getting? The one that's not in the AFC West anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Again, we'll come. We'll come back and revisit this. But yeah. my I think Derek Carr is going to What version good. of Derek Carr are you getting? I hey. think Derek Carr is going to. You know, the Saints are just a mini AFC West team, though. They got all the players from the AFC West over there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All James right. we're going to get a win against the Colts. I mean, I, I already circled that game. <laughs> w. <laughs> Them and noted. the Saints. W. Noted. Noted. <laughs> I just want to. I just, I just want to say it's noted and it's fine. And after that game, we'll come back and revisit this. I'm gonna just sit here like this. You know what? One thing about Jody is, ever since that second ring, it's like, hey, I'm a Chiefs fan. What are you talking about? Jody don't care about none of this. She's like, no, we got, we got to polish our rings. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch y'all fight about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. It's, it's, a, it's a Christmas Eve game too, so you know that's you know somebody's either getting a really great Christmas present or a not so great Christmas present. We'll see who yeah. that will be. Yes, yes. Somebody right. said what? What Mike said? I don't trust David Carr in the fourth quarter. David Carr is nasty, and the Saints said, <laughs> "Who's David Carr?" That's his brother. Oh, that's, oh. Like, that's not his name. That's what I said. I was like. David Carr is now. That is Dave. Do not disrespect Derek like that. And you're taking up for Derek Carr? Oh, my yes, God. I, know. I like Derek Carr, and this is not new news. Oh, my gosh, Lord. It is time to go. We are unraveling. We are yeah, totally unraveling. Yeah, I have nothing else for y'all. So no, I got nothing else. Facey, you're talking about that you like Derek Carr. I do. I've always liked him. Even with the Raiders, I like clip that. Clip that tie. We'll come back to that. I do. That's not new news. <laughs> it's not, but it's definitely usable news. We're gonna clip that tie. We'll come back it to is. it. He better not let me down this season, man. <laughs> that somebody said David Carr wouldn't. Bye, Amanda. <laughs> in the space, I'm at. In the in the show. In the show. <laughs> He's sign us out, man. Right, I gotta let us out. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and make sure y'all follow us on IG and Twitter at It's the Sports T. Okay, and then make sure y'all follow our socials. You know, you gotta follow Megan because you know. Oh yeah, speaking of which, Megan has a new name, so make sure y'all make pay attention to it. It's it's Megan L Hall now. 
So right. make sure y'all find that. Yeah. Hey, we try, we're trying to get some, you know, some separation here going on. Yeah, you know, there's Stephen A and there's Megan L. So, hey, we, yeah, we go. There you go. We got to get that set. Oh, make sure you follow Jody at it's Jody Newsome. Okay. And then y'all know where you can find me. Lady E underscore. Tell them. I always tell them. I tell them. Okay. We bounce, speaking bounce, 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 tell them. All right. <laughs> Y'all know I gotta wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh! All right, y'all. Definitely time to go. Bye. <laughs> really? Oh really? my god! Yeah, it's time to go. Bye, Bye. y'all. <laughs>